Welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm so excited to share with you all my beautiful, amazing friend, Vanessa Marie Dewsbury. She is an amazing Reiki master, law of attraction life coach, author, and the creator of Manifest Magic Meditations that are on YouTube. You've got to check her out. Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Hi, Renee. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited that you're here on the show and taking the time out of your day to share with all of the listeners of Namaste with Renee and and share your light. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's dive right into it. I gave everybody just a tiny little introduction of who you are, what you do, but I want to know what inspired you to serve in the realm of personal development. Um, So I went through a lot of health issues for just over three years, almost four years, um, starting in 2012. And I had uh, candida which is an overgrowth of bacteria in our body it's something we all have but you can have an overgrowth from stress uh, food different things like that Um, and it can create a lot of symptoms like brain fog anxiety like it causes a whole lack of things so I went through the health issues and I was very determined to heal naturally I didn't want to take medication I just just didn't want to like uh, rely on pills like I I knew innately that our bodies can heal and I wanted to find out what the root cause was so that I could work on it so um, I just did a lot of researching and meditations and different things to help me kind of reconnect with my my soul it was a lot of unconscious stuff that was coming up is what was happening I was in a new relationship and I think I feel like my body felt safe to be able to free these old emotions and pain and and with that came the health issues. Like it was very, it was a very interesting journey. Um, but that led me to the Reiki and it led me to the natural healing. And when I discovered Reiki, I actually discovered it because I was um, giving my partner, just rubbing his back. And he's like, you always know where my pain is. I'm like, Oh, well it just feels warm in that area. So I never really thought about it. And then I posted about it. Um, I said, I know it sounds weird, but I feel like I can do healing with my hands. And someone was like, well, that's Reiki. So I looked it up and felt drawn to it. And the interesting thing was before I discovered it, and I'm sure other people experience this, where I could feel I knew us to be of service to other people and to others, and, but I didn't know what capacity. So it was this knowing that I'm supposed to be doing more, but the not knowing. Um, maybe you can relate with that as well. Like, mm-hmm. we, um, So that, when I discovered the Reiki, that was like, that was me knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I just, that was like six years ago and I've been doing it ever since. So my, I'm here because of my own health issues and I believe we heal to help others heal. So now here I am. Wow. I love that story. I think, you know, that is exactly so true. What you just said that we go through things that we need to heal so we can help others heal. That's a huge Mm -hmm. reason why I feel like I have faced challenges or or things like walking through the mud right in life in order to be able to shine that light upon other people who are maybe behind you doing the same thing um so I just I so appreciate you sharing that and being so vulnerable and willing to share like your um health issues that started coming up like once you got into a new you said it was a your primary relationship right 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I experienced an awakening before that. Um, I was in relationships where, you know, I didn't feel I have children and, you know, I was with someone that didn't know if they could commit to me because I have children. So I was basically putting uh, my life in someone else's hands and, and them deciding like if I'm worthy to be with them or not. So I remember waking up one day and thinking like, no, like I am deserving and worthy of someone who will love me and my children just as I am. And that was the shift. And that's how I met my partner because I had to change my shift and my way of seeing something. If I was always thinking I'm never going to find love and not worthy of love and who would love me, it I wasn't finding it. I was, I was meeting people where I was at that time, but doing the inner work and understanding we're all deserving of happiness and love and healthy love. That led me to Joe because I changed my way of thinking and, and, and believing in my, in myself and, yeah, so, yeah, we, we heal so that others can heal and we become the light for others. Like, we ha- I, we need the contrast. We need to be in the dark. That's, in our darkness is the only way to find our light. That's the only way. We have to immerse ourselves in it in order to find to find that light. Yes, and you, when you were saying that, I felt the connection to the law of attraction, which I know that you're a coach, too. And, you know, you were saying, like, you were attracting relationships that were kind of mirroring what was going on within like I'm going to find my worthiness in this relationship if they tell me I'm worthy or not and that's that whole internal situation and process that we go through in the part of awakening because we are realizing like these outside relationships are mirrors to us of what's really going on inside so it it really just like totally coincides with the law of attraction right there too and um yeah yeah and we don't have that awareness then like I wouldn't have had that awareness then I didn't know that I was attracting people who were also not feeling worthy of of love but I think a lot of our generation you know we grew up in in households where sometimes the emotional connection wasn't being nurtured and fostered and I think as we grew older because that wasn't nurtured we almost felt undeserving of love, you know, because we didn't have that. We know our parents loved us, mm-hmm. but not, we didn't have the emotional and spiritual connection that we innately need. Wow. So I think growing up as we go, get older, we just don't feel worthy of that love. So then we meet these people who we think are going to give us that love, but they're in the same place. So we're both trying to get something from each other that we just don't know how to give because we didn't, because we don't know it. We're not familiar with that. Yes, so we're brilliant. trying and pulling and being disappointed because this person isn't giving us what, but they don't have it. It's it's for us to give to ourselves. Yes, we have to learn to understand that as we get as we get older. Yes, that is so beautiful. Everything you just said about that, I want to like wrap it up and put it w- with a bow because that is so true. Yeah. Like our generation, you know, coming from like parents who maybe were always like working or or didn't know how to tap into their own emotions and and be yeah. vulnerable and allow themselves to feel can you know and did project onto children, you know, who have become us now we're adults and all these things, and now we're having this you know, discovery of this, of this light within and having like there's more to life and there's more underneath all these layers of who we are. And I just think that was such an amazing share. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, welcome. yeah. So, um, leading into my next question, what is your why? So I, I, 
so I think about my why often. And my why used to be, you know, I just want to help people. But mm. our, that's a surface why. And a, a lot of people will say that, like, I enjoy helping people. But our why, I think it goes like seven layers, but our why is actually really deep. And my why is because I felt broken. I felt um, I felt times of lots of pain and I didn't necessarily have people to talk to and express that and I, and I felt alone mm. and you know we life is suffering it, you know it's what we do with our suffering um, but I just my reasoning is because I want to be that the guidance and that that person that can hold space for someone for them to share the pain that they're in because I didn't have it yes and uh, you know our parents did our best and you know friends but I, I we need to go through things alone but I just believe because we're the lights for other people like I that's that's my reasoning because I've been there so I, I want to be that for somebody else it really goes our why is is so deep and I think sometimes we're not fully connected to the to the why but if we if we go in we can understand this is this is the reasoning for why we show up every day and why we do what we're doing helping is helping has a lot of tools with it but the why comes from the soul part of our experiences where we overcame what we may have thought we couldn't overcome at that time. Yes. Wow. That really resonates with me too. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I wanted to ask you um, about you becoming an author as the subjects that you're touching upon right now, or are these the, like what you wrote in your book or I'm assuming it's a book. Is it a book? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so my book is called Heart is Where the Home is, my first book. And it's a lot of insights. So it's like pages where it's not a full read. It's just segments and insights of my own, the own knowledge and perspectives I've gained on my own journey. So it's not a book where I'm telling, it's not like a self-help book where I'm telling people what they should be doing and how to live. Mm-hmm. I'm only sharing things that helped me and things that changed my way of seeing um, it's just all seeds. It's like a book of seeds. Either and people either water them because it's where they are, mm-hmm. or you know maybe at another time because I'm sure you've read a book or seen a movie at one time and then it didn't really resonate. And then where you are in your journey, you know, a couple days, a couple of years later, suddenly it resonates. So I've just shared this for anyone who needs it where they are on their own journey. But it is it's insights, it's perspectives, it's about happiness and following our truth and. Um, yeah, be true to who we are. So, yeah, wow. it's a lovely, soulful read. Oh, my gosh. Where can everybody find that? Uh, so that's on Amazon, okay, all Amazon awesome. sites. So and it's heart is where the home is. Some people, sometimes it gets mixed up. Home is where the heart is. Uh-huh. But it's heart is where the home is because I believe we return back home to our heart and to our soul. Wow. Um, so that's where my the title came from. Oh, I love that title. That so resonates with me. And I'm definitely going to be checking that out on Amazon for sure. And um, I know that your message rings true for other people who are listening and learning about you and your service and how you've, you know, overcome challenges to be where you are today and continuing to -hmm. connect with that. Why, you know, it's, it's so important. And it really is true. Like, Anybody who's out there listening and, and, you know, like there is something in the service part to be able to help people, but really like tune into, you know, what is underneath that? What's what's that that passion that is really underneath? And and why do you feel like you have to serve that? And it's 
it's really cool because I, I kind of almost feel like it's more of an understanding about who you are at your core and who you're becoming and understanding like, oh, like this is the way I responded to this because this is what it's attached to in some way, shape or form or energy or as a memory or as somebody else's yeah. belief placed on you. You know, I'm so happy that you touched on that. Thanks, Vanessa. Yeah, it's. It's really for me. I believe that the key, the key <clears throat> to changes is uh, just self awareness. Yeah, we can point out what other people we perceive as them doing wrong or mm-hmm. all of that. But it's the self aware aspect is like why are we behaving and acting and reacting how we are? So it's understanding ourselves without judgment. Mm-hmm. Just and I believe that when you, one who understands themselves is one who, who understands others. So when you've learned to understand, oh, this came from this place, and this is why this happened, we can see what other people are doing, but not hold judgment. We could think, you know, maybe they're hurting right now. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding ourselves is just gives us a better understanding and compassion for for others. Yes, yes, I totally agree. That is very beautiful message there. So you mentioned a key, so I have a question about a key as well. So what is your number one key that you teach people who want to experience more happiness? Um, for me, that key is responsibility. Hmm. Uh, I, I believe that sometimes we, we think other things and people are going to make us happy. And the, getting the job or getting the promotion or the relationship. So we place our happiness and, and responsibility in someone else's hands. But then we end up really disappointed because they can't give us what we need to give to ourselves. So to me, responsibility is life-changing. When we can say, this is what I need to do in order to feel this and to experience this. This is what I need to do. And any other happiness we get from external uh, external things is just, you know, an enhancement of our happiness, but, Mm -hmm. and it's also knowing that happiness isn't a state that we can constantly be in. Mm. It's, it's an experience and an an emotion. And I think we strive to think that we we're supposed to be happy all of the time. And when we're not, because we expect to be, then, you know, we kind of set ourselves up for disappointment and feeling bad about ourselves, but we obtain happiness by becoming responsible for it. And there's another capacity of like a lot of times we're living the light, our lives in the back seat, and we're the passenger and we're just letting someone else drive the car and they're going wherever they want to go. And, you know, maybe it's not where we want to go. And then we have the realization that we are the driver. We are the creator of our destiny. We can, it's a gift to know that we can actually be, take responsibility and create a life that we actually love and enjoy. Um, and, and it's not somebody, it's not up to somebody else or something else. Like it's, it's freedom in that aspect of understanding that it is up to us. Might mean we have to do things differently, but that, that's, that's okay. Yes. Wow. I definitely can relate to that for sure. I think for so many years I was putting my happiness in somebody else's hands in the sense of like I was sitting in the back seat and I was having wishful thinking and hope that the person driving would turn certain different ways or different streets or take, you know, stop for a minute there. But it's definitely um, something for me that I know I can relate to. And I know that a lot of people who listen to this channel can relate to as well. And um, you know, like 
that I, that I know I didn't um, like ask you this question like prior or anything, but what is something that you were able to do or like was there one modality or one healing technique that helped you get into your front seat and being the driver? Um, I think it would probably go back to the, the self-awareness piece. Yeah. yeah. For sure, because it's becoming aware of like, becoming aware of what I need to do. And, and I had to be honest with myself and self-honesty brings change and self-honesty brings healing. Mm. But I had to be honest with myself and the relationships that I was in, that I, that I wasn't happy and the things I was doing that I wasn't happy. And I think we're afraid to be honest with ourselves. We, we know there's something that doesn't feel right, but we don't go right down into the soul of it and acknowledge it and say, and be honest with ourselves and say, this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to be happy. And I think we fear going to that place because it's, it's an, it means we might have to change something and we are afraid of, we fear the unknown. We fear that we may not survive. We always do. We always will. We are resilient human beings, but self-honesty um, is what was able to make me happy, mm-hmm. to bring me happiness. Because when I wasn't honest with myself and I wasn't happy, it's because I wasn't looking at it. I wasn't looking at the mm-hmm. truth. And I believe when we begin to align with our heart and our soul and our truth, that's when we become in full of alignment in alignment. And that's when we start to experience more joy and more moments of happiness because we we're doing what feels right and good for us. And we're give, giving ourselves permission to, to do that yes. with, without guilt or without shame. We're just choosing to live. We, we do a lot of things to appease other people. We live for other people. Mm-hmm. When you decide to become live on your own terms and for you, it changes everything. And it's, it is simplicity. It's hard work, but it's a, it's a, it can be simple just in the way of understanding that we can accomplish that. It's just, we need to, we need to look within and, and know what we want mm. and not be, not be afraid to go after that. Yes. Wow. There is gold in that for sure. <laughs> that was really amazing. And, um, you know, just very soulful and really awakening, um, people just I really like the word that you shared too was the you know that the key of responsibility like having that that awareness and Mm -hmm. taking responsibility for your own life your own vibration and and getting into that that driver's seat and saying okay this feels good and okay this doesn't so being willing to to sit with things and and let things go that really um aren't serving you or maybe holding you back yeah. or aren't bringing you the happiness that you're allowed to experience, you know, as often as you want. And I also on the same note, want to kind of go back to what you said that allowing yourself to not always be happy. Like that is, mm-hmm. it's so true. Like we are, we are beings of a huge emotional scale and we are human allowing ourselves to touch on all these different emotions and and allow ourselves to be genuine in our feelings and sometimes not knowing what to do with it or just thinking like, but I, all this good stuff's going on, but why am I not happy? Like putting that pressure on yourself yeah. to like immediately have that change is only going to cause like more stress or more anxiousness around like I should be doing or I should be feeling or kind of like shooting on yourself, which is what I've heard from mentors yeah. I've learned from in the past, but just, you know, really allowing yourself to just be 
on a scale of one to 10, be a six and, you know, deal with or, or, or face whatever's going on or, you know, always like striving toward getting out of your own way and like allowing that happiness to come and like finding more joy in just being in the present moment of looking at your family members or looking at, you know, people that you appreciate who are in your experience. Say, for example, you're like observing your children, right? And you're seeing them and you're like, wow, in this moment, like, I can feel like the sense of love or like I can feel the sense of, wow, you know, look Mm -hmm. at what they're doing in their life. So it's really important. I'm so, so glad you brought that up. I appreciate that. Yeah. And like social media is just only a glimpse, right? Yes. It's just highlights. Like we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we know people on social media that are presenting themselves to be happy and happy relationships, but we know them to not be in that. That's not a judgment. That's just, it's, it's kind of, it's sad just in a way. Cause I know that we've all been there, but it's, mm-hmm. it's sad when you're in that place and mm-hmm. only in a way of like actual sadness. Like I feel, I feel that for people because I've been there and I think we feel like we have to like present ourselves as so perfect and put together. And that's not the truth of how we as human beings are. There's contrast. We have to be, like you said, we have to be okay with where we are because Mm -hmm. when we resist in that present moment, if we're feeling how we're feeling and it may be unpleasant, but if we resist how we're feeling and try to get rid of those feelings, we are not being, we're resenting our our reality of the truth. Mm. So we're trying to fight something to stop that is actually happening. So we're trying to stop the natural flow of what Mm. needs to come up at that moment. Yes. That natural flow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm glad you brought up social media too. I was having a conversation today with um, a friend of mine who was also talking about that topic. Like we do get a glimpse into people's lives, like in the good times. And I feel that I relate to people when they're, and it's all great to celebrate positive things there. That's no question about it. But like you said, like that's a glimpse. So like on the other side of, okay, like posting something that's grand and, and wonderful and celebrating that with people is awesome. Um, but then, you know, like kind of not thinking like, oh, all these people have their whole life put together and it looks so great from, you know, the other side of the fence, right? On the, or the screen, I could say. Um, like it looks so great, like everything's going well. But then what I feel like is dangerous is that is like you're if you're not feeling that you're in a well enough space or like start to compare yourselves to other people who have things going on that you feel like, again, the word should comes up that you should be having in your life or you should be experiencing people aren't honoring their truth. And that's, you know, if, if whatever it is that they want to be doing in their life and they're going out and doing it, but it looks different from somebody else who's, you know, celebrating all these things that, you know, we would, maybe classify as like normal in this side of the world like you know the the celebratory things of life you know um mm-hmm. but I totally relate to people and posts and I have allowed myself to be more vulnerable in my posts um and with yeah. what I'm sharing online in the last few years because of a uh, darkness that I was very matched with Um, in my experience and, and having that lower vibration, like really, um, you know, kind of like take a toll on me. And like you said, you find the light when you are going through the dark and you do like it is at the 
it is at the end, and I say that in quotes, yeah. but it is at the end of the tunnel because you're going through this darkness to be able to experience the light again. And without knowing the darkness, yeah. what is the light, right? Because yeah. we don't have that comparison. But um, yeah. I just, I feel so that it's just so amazing to see people who put things out there about, you know, how they're vulnerable or for example like if you've gone through a situation like a, a toxic relationship and being able to like share um like your experience not that you have to be super personal or like put like you know people's names out there or anything but saying like yeah. hey I can relate to this video maybe this is something you want to check out because you never know like who's reading your post and who's going to be you know clicking play on a video that really resonates with somebody who doesn't um, like feel comfortable or even know what to do with an emotion that they're going through so it is um yeah. it's cool to have that that willingness to share your story and that's a major reason why I started having guests on this podcast because I could talk about my life for so long but I like think it's so important to have other people um, or have the the listeners really tune into other people around the whole planet who um, you know like have so much to offer because of the struggles and challenges they've faced and that's like yeah. kind of why I stick to the same questions during all my interviews because I like for yeah. people to allow themselves to have that time and space to share their story because it's also such a great you know um, empowering point too for people who are going through something um, or, yeah. oh, Vanessa did it. Like she faced that. Like she didn't, you know, she chose to do holistic healing. She didn't choose to, you know, take a pill or, or to, to be, you know, sign herself up for a certain lifestyle. Like she committed to her wellness and she committed to doing things that felt right for her. Like maybe I can do that for me. Yeah. 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 And that's why I share to me, vulnerability equals courage. Yes. Um, so I share about unhappy relationships and mm. and things that have happened because um, our truth helps others heal, and I think it's so important for people to know, especially that they're that they're not alone. Mm. And people can yes. feel really alone with what they're going through, and then suddenly somebody writes this, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, right? Like I I am not alone in this." And it, yes. it gives hope, and it yes. gives that that yeah that little ounce of hope where I when I share things that have I've experienced my ending of my post is always how I've overcome it. Mm. So I want, I share, but I, just again, like, so people can know, like she went through this and she got through it and, and I can, yes. I can. Yes. Helps us recognize our own strength. Yes, absolutely. That yes. we can connect to. Yes. And thank you for that. And I, I want to um, ask you to share details that, the end of our um, podcast episode where people can find you and get more um, in tune. But before we do that, I just have one more question for you. Um, how do you feel like you give back to the world? Um, sorry, I, the phone cut out a little bit. Oh, Renee, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so I was asking you, how do you give back to the world? Oh, how do I get back to the world? Yeah. Um, I give back to the world through sharing my experiences where I have overcome my suffering. Um, and I just share my truth. And our truth really is every bit of us that makes us who we are. And our, and our truth can change as we change. But I just believe in sharing 
my soul mm. to connect with others and to help other people. Um, and then my meditations, I just started creating. I just received a message from Spirit who said mm. to create meditations. As I was trying to sleep one night, I find that's when I get a lot of my messages. Um, yes. And I just started making the meditations. And I just yesterday, I had four people write to me how, you know, one lady can't sleep at night. And now she's listening to my meditations and sleeping the whole night and waking up feeling refreshed. Another woman shared that her daughter's listening to, to them as well as herself. So I'm just making these beautiful meditations with different affirmations. And um, I share them on Sundays on YouTube. And then on Wednesdays, I share. So I wrote a book called Majestic Reflections. And it's an affirmation and then a message from source to soul. So it's not just like I am confident, I am. It goes into um, a guidance where it, it evokes someone to do self-reflection. Wow. So I believe everything that we want to find is, that's why I'm a little bit hesitant with the word of finding things because we can think of it as an external search, but it's connecting to. So confidence, uh, beauty, wisdom, that's already all within us. So it's just reconnecting and, and awakening um, what's already inside of us. So making these meditations um, allows people to go into a nice relaxed state and hear these different words and and positive affirmations to help people just where they are where they are on their own journey mm. so I give back to the world through yeah. sharing and I find the more I give in abundance the more I receive in abundance and not wealth wise like that aspect as well but just love and the messages I get from people and, and the way people are saying that it's helping them like that that to me is abundance mm. yes wow I love it. I love it. I thank you so, so much for sharing that and for stepping into that message that Source gave you and really following through. And you're already making such um, great impacts on people's lives. And I want you, if you would be willing to share with all the listeners, to find you on all of your, your sites. So I know you said you have your book that's on Amazon. Where else can people yeah. find you and find the manifest magic meditations? And and if anyone wants to reach out to you or learn more about your service or, you know, had this special connection to you that they want to even just start following you, like where can everyone find you? Um, so most of my platforms are just under my name, okay. uh, Vanessa Marie Dewsbury. I'm not sure if you put notes or if you want me to spell it, whatever works better, but um, you'll probably have it in a link. Yes. So I'm under my name. And then I do have a page called Manifest Magic, Create a Life You Love, where I share um, different things on there as well to help people. Mm. Um, and the YouTube channel is under my name as well. So basically, if you search my name, you would find me. Oh, easy enough. That's perfect. Easy enough. Yeah. yeah. Easy enough. Awesome. And like Vanessa said, yeah. I will definitely add a tag in here, too, to all the recordings on all of the sites. Um, cause this podcast reaches so many different streams and outlets that luckily the production company takes control of and just sends me the link. So I'll be sure to include that as well. And of course on the Namaste with Renee, um, channel on Facebook as well too. So I just so appreciate you taking your time out of your day to share with the viewers and, um, I want to just put it out there for one last time if there's anything else that you wanted to share um, before we close our session today. 
Um, I just, my message would be to just have the courage to, to be honest with yourself mm. and where you are, just to have that courage. And even if it means just recognizing where you are and having, you know, going to doing little changes from there, but just honesty, diving into yourself and being honest of where you are mm. and going from that place. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Vanessa. Thank you. So again, this I, is, oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Well, I was just going to say, I really appreciate the opportunity speaking with you and being here and sharing as well. Oh, thank you so much. I, I'm so grateful that um, you and I have connected several years ago in such a different platform, and now here we are. So I just i am so grateful that you um, were willing to come onto the show and share and send your light to everybody and share your message. Absolutely. And um, I know absolutely. that. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So... As I always say on all episodes, namaste means that the light in me honors the light within you and especially you today, Vanessa, for everything you shared. So I want to say namaste and thank you for being here. Namaste to you as well. Thank you. All right. We'll talk with you soon and be sure to check her out. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.